in VHS stands for so how, how does it feel to be the oldest person on the podcast, Lade? The probably the person with like the least. Minecraft's too complicated. That's what we're getting at here. It's the damn kids. I, and we were Minecraft. supposed to start recording at two o'clock this afternoon, and twenty minutes of that has been trying to figure out how Minecraft works. And whose fault is that? This, uh, Microsoft's for making it Try. too. There is zero reason to have a password to a Minecraft account. But Slade, let's, if we're being real, your username was also in the bottom right of the screen. Your username was on the screen in front of you the whole time. I didn't notice it. Let's let's be real. It's very tiny that, print that's at the bottom. That's UI design. I will give you that. It should, yeah, because should have a dedicated. Thing. If you if you look at it right, because I'm looking in the top left where the little drop down menu is, and it, that's like my Xbox username hanging out there. Like that what? that that's the obvious one, right? That's the yeah, one it should be. Everything in user interface design says like has all your important. Sh Top left or the top right? Yeah, not in, like in the middle of the right-hand side of the page, <laughs> where nothing else is. Well, um, still think you're a boomer, but okay. Right. Well, I get it from you, Joey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, the Happy other New thing. Year, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, Joey, how was your skydiving? Uh, it was great. I did it naked for the extra. I remember you saying. Um, yeah, yeah. It was for the extra breeze. It was uh, oddly refreshing. <laughs> it took hours for the testicles to drop again, but you know they're back. Just. Could you hear a whistling sound on the way down? Uh, yes, I could, but I couldn't work out what it was. <laughs> it was the wind between your lovely cheeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is not how I thought an episode on Half Life would start. <laughs> <laughs> well, Half-Life 2, let's be specific. Sorry. Oh, yeah, this episode of the Video Game Club uh, contains spoilers for Half-Life 2. Y'all know the drill. Yeah. Tim, play that music. Uh, fuck, every time. <laughs> um, I have nothing in here. I say I have nothing. Behind me is a bass and a banjo, but I can't be honest with you over there. Uh, I'm going to drop a book on my keyboard. Wow, that theme oh, that, that was very, very that was anticlimactic. That, that opened something, and I don't know what it did. <laughs> oh no, what's happening, Vivaldi? Are you broken? No, we're good. We're good. Okay, it's fine. Who's, who's Vivaldi? Vivaldi is my browser. He's too cool to use Chrome like everybody else. Chrome's I don't. I don't use Chrome. You know, I called you a boomer. I use Microsoft Edge. You do. Edge. Yeah, the one thing that Microsoft Edge, Edge has. Okay, Edge has two functions. A, download Chrome. Um, it is the only browser with a limitless frame rate. Yeah, that's why I do it, because I'm so MLG, I have to view Google at 4 million frames a second. Well, interestingly, it makes Quake, uh, the browser version of Quake, the most optimal version to play on. And as a pro MLG Quake player myself, uh, I need those those sweet frames. Yeah. Uh, we've already done a spoiler warning. Yeah, uh, lads, what are we all drinking for this episode? Uh, I have got not only a tankard of squash, I've also got a beer called How the Turn Tables. Nice. And I'm, I'm drinking um, Swedish gold um, brewed in the fjords of copper, but they call them bergs in Sweden. I'm drinking copper berg. It's from the Ikea valleys. Yeah. <laughs> Slade, what are you drinking? This is a pint glass uh, that's mostly Jaeger and a little bit of Red Bull on top of it. Oh my god. You kids these days, that's disgusting. Is that kind of like a Jaeger bomb? This, hmm? is, uh, this is just a Jaeger yeah, That's drink. more of a Red Bull bomb. If we're <laughs> I, I don't think you can call it a bomb unless you drop the shot glass in it. Yeah. Do you do the thing where, like, do you have to do the thing where, like, you balance the shot glass on the Jaeger train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to yeah. hit the thing. 
what the a, other what thing I'd like to show is. off is this uh, pint glass in the camera. How appropriate. From the Crowbar Collective. Who, uh, they did the remake of Half-Life 1, which is called Black Mesa. And may, maybe we'll be playing that at some point. Can we? Maybe. Can we? Can we? No. Do that really, really Half-Life 2 fan game. Uh, oh, uh, Hunt Down the Freeman? Hunt Down the Freeman, thank you. I, I, no, I, I don't want to take Joey's... I don't want to take Joey's uh, appreciation of this game. Well, I will. Which is going on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Hunt Down the Freeman. Yeah. It is an awful, awful, awful yes. fan game. Yes, it is awful. There's it's, many, um... many, many lovely things you need to play, but this is not one of them. I love on the Steam page, one of the pictures of the game is just someone's extremely zoomed in face on a sniper scope with no context. <laughs> I'm, go I'm going to it now. Hunt down the... Hunt down the Freeman. It is... seven. Yeah. The I people, already have it. The people who made it were probably like born via incest or something next to a <laughs> nuclear factory in Chernobyl. All right. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the second review when I click reviews is hunt down the refund. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I thought it was good. Oh, I nearly not I'm I'm excited we're getting to start the year off with talking about Half-Life 2 and this is going to be a short preamble I guess unless y'all have something else you want to talk about. Well, you know there was a Valorant episode before this, right? Doesn't count. Well, no, just for context, listener, we are recording this on the very first day of 2023. Oh, I can show off something. The German Alex's uh, brother showed up. Obviously, that's where the giant thing of Jaeger I got is from. <laughs> of course. It's straight from Berlin, and it's way smoother than the American ones. Um, but, there you go. Uh, to the right of me, I'm not going to post this publicly, but they can now see the two Germans. And I think Paul, who's the taller of the two, looks extremely German. What, oh, looks what, like he's hidden the body and gotten away with it. I had no idea you were talking about there in the in the in Discord. I just thought you were talking about next to you right now are two Germans. And I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're <laughs> also Wait, Slade. He's off the meds again. I also, also don't have a hat on. There he's you go, not wearing Jerry. a hat. Wow. <laughs> hey, so you, I'm gonna. What's up? Check Steam. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, massive, massive felon. <laughs> um, I'm going to blur the Germans' faces and post it on Facebook. Onto on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Just uh, put, put it on the Facebook. man last seen with Slade at Parker Island. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Uh, uh, anyway, anyways, Paul and... Uh, so the other one is his younger brother, Alex, who both of them are a good bit older than me. But Alex, the one on the right, he's the one who lived with us. Aww. I feel like I know you a little bit better every time we record Slade. Yeah, look at that. Who, who'd, have, who'd have thought? Who, who'd have thought? Not, not, not me. Not me. Oh, man. <laughs> you sounded really Alabamian. <laughs> Alabamian? Yeah. Probably. It's the Jaeger doing it. Uh, so Slade is licked during this uh, recording. Licked. Drunk. Ah. Sloshed. Yeah, they translated. You know when you see that's a lot of hot sauce. Sorry, Tim. I don't know if I can say that. That's, that's fine. Your that's fine. Steam name. That's a lot of hot sauce. Has sent you a gift. It's <laughs> never. It's never a good thing. The last few I got. Actually, no. That's not fair. The last few I got have been good, but the two that I've received while we're recording are the far away horse and now this hunt down the Freeman. 
No. Okay, I wanted to make sure Tim didn't spend much money. It's a buck fifty right no, now. No, it's one pound seven. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey, what were the other things that I got you? Because I, I know I got you. I know I got you Crash Bandicoot. And was yeah, there was a little moment during the start of the Steam sale where you just started sending games left, right, and center. Um, I got you, you the got Crash me. Bandicoot trilogy. It's yeah. a really good trilogy. Crash Bandicoot trilogy. You got Play me. Up. Play it up, which I'm looking forward to playing. Um, there was some others, but I can't remember them. Um, but you've also sent me a Faraway Horse and now Hunt Down the Freeman. Hunt Down the Freeman, where we're going to play it. Which I could have just got off of your library. Yeah, but now you own it. Well, the, now it's branded on your PC. It's 40 gig. Yep. <laughs> the the other problem with that, Joey, is that if you two try to play games at the same time, then it's going to kick you off. Yeah, but that's an excuse not to have to play a bad <laughs> game. Well, now there's no excuse. Here's how the planning periods go. Oh, here's a, another thing I would like to pitch to you two. And we'll have it here on recording. Uh, in our audience, no. audience nope. let us know on Twitter or in our Discord, which why haven't you joined our Discord, you dingus. But... <laughs> Yeah. On our off weeks, because you know we're a bi-weekly podcast, would y'all like us to have guest interview shows or maybe just a bit of Amble Pod in the off weeks? Do you really want to commit to something for every no, single no, week? No, 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 it's not for every single week. It's just we could slide something in there a little different. Ooh, slide it in. We don't have to we don't have to do it every week. We can do it at our <laughs> leisure. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. And let us know think. what y'all think. The yeah, first that's thing a good I found idea. in the community section of Hunt Down the Freeman. <laughs> All right. But, uh, would y'all like to move on into the main episode? Oh sure. my god, Tim. Is that part of the game? Uh, no. No, it's someone on Thank TV. Thank god for that. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, let's move on to the, the episode, Slade. Tim, play that music again. Uh, Alright, throw in the book. Oh, my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new okay, keyboard, so it's a little bit louder. So, I guess everybody needs to uh, <coughs> wake up and smell the spoiler warning. Hey. hey. First, line, first yeah. line from the G-Man, right? And yeah. can, as... you, can you do the whole, your whole <laughs> section as the G-Man, please? No, I cannot. <laughs> no, Slade. You've been sleeping Welcome. on the, the job. job. <laughs> Welcome back to the Video Game Club, everybody. Obviously, Welcome we're in a good mood for once. The Game Club. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, this week I'm your host Slade. You can find me over at Slade Plays Games on Twitter and Twitch. Slade's Life on Instagram. I'm joined by Joey. Hello, I am Joey. I am going to be the silent protagonist of this episode. And we're joined by Tim. Hello. Hello, Tim. Hello. I just have to try and do, you know, Abe's Odyssey. I have to do his voice and it comes out like the G Man. Um <laughs> Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Half-Life 2. I thought I was prepared. I closed the tab. I shouldn't have. Uh, but while I'm looking some stuff up, real quick, we always have a question, right? Everybody likes questions. Who doesn't like questions? I like questions. Uh, what is a gaming moment you're so happy nobody walked in on while you were doing it? All of Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> like an actual moment, because I, I have two in mind, but you two can go first. I mean, there's the weird on-code sex scenes in Ride to Hell Retribution. <laughs> That's always a banger of a moment. 
shouldn't have played that with Martin. That was a bit weird. No, that, that was that was. It, well, we were closer at the end of it. So <laughs> I think the uh, the torture scene in GTA Five was that's, probably mine. That is one of the two I am thinking of. Yeah, that was pretty pretty full on. Yep. Uh, Tim, obviously, you said Ride to Hell Retribution. I have one, and I feel like we've all played it, but never talked about it. It is the anal probe section in South Park, the fractured butthole. I was going to stop you and say, no, I haven't played it, but I definitely have played it. I think yes. I played it with Jenny in the room. Yeah, the. I can't the you don't remember the anal probe section? You have to, like, stick a uh, anal probe up. Uh, what's his name? Not Stan. Stan Stout. No. Randy. Oh, Randy. Randy, yeah, you have to stick an anal probe up Randy's ass, and it's very detailed. I You've not played, either... it. played it enough, Tim. <laughs> no, I clearly haven't. I either that. Mostly examine the anal probe, see? Either that or the um, the abortion, like the aborted baby Nazis. That's another yeah. one I'm happy. Like, no, but that's in, in. that's in Stick of Truth, isn't it? Not French of a Hole. Yes, it is in Stick yes. of Truth. Um, yeah. I think that that game is excellent. I love that Morgan Freeman is a secret boss. Yes. Have y'all, did y'all ever watch their uh, 25 year anniversary concert they had at Colorado? No, but I watched it's, all the COVID specials were very good. The The concert they put on was tremendous. They had like Rush, Primus was there who did the theme tune and a bunch of other songs. Ween was also there. And uh, if you remember the- Wait, Ween? Ween. Oh, I thought you said Wee, but I was going to say you were there. <laughs> no, Ween, the band Ween. <laughs> Never heard them, sorry. Yeah, you have. Uh, the song Ocean Man. Ocean Man. Ocean Man. Take me by the hand. That's the only line of that song I know. Okay. Never, you... I don't know that I've heard the song. They... And uh, one of the best performances of the night, if you go watch it, other than uh, them doing Tommy the Cat from Primus, and because Les Claypool is a bassist genius, it's uh, they did the Ballad of Lemmy Winks. Nice. And they got the voice actor of Mr. Slave out there, and he was in like a full like suit, and he had like the little like old timey scroll <laughs> to read off the words. Jesus Christ! Slave, you have um, you you, you played Horizon Forbidden West, yes? I have. I have not have finished played, it yet. Have you played the bit where you put a gerbil up someone's ass in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no. Um, Why? Do you know the characters Javad the Willing or Paralo? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Sad story. Tim, what um, was the end of that story? Uh, those, the, well, those two characters share the same voice actor as the guy who voices the G-Man. Oh, really? Yeah. The Willing sounds familiar, but I think he was in the first game, if I'm not well, mistaken. According to Wikipedia, it's in the second one. It's in the second? That's it. it sounds familiar. I have no frame of reference for this, because I haven't played either of the Horizon games. Haven't you? I'm sure you lent me Horizon. I, I bought it and never played it. Yeah, he lent it to you, and then I uh, bought it for Tim, because it was in his wish list. So that was his Christmas present for me. Thank Aww. you. I have installed it, by the way, so thank you. Uh, it's very, Horizon's very good. What is worth that? Is that where you Japan. sent me a little a little bundle of games? Bendy and the Ink Machine and oh, Papers, Please. Was, and... Well, when I buy gifts for friends, I try to spend the same amount of money on everybody. Aww. So, so I, was... I spent I spent forty quid on you, Slade, and three pound fifty on Tim. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't spend. Oh know. yes, yes I have. I'm actually doing quests for him right now. That's funny. Yeah, that's 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 the same actor as the G-Man. Okay, oh, he runs. Really. He's like the accountant for like the first town you go to. 
go and fight a robot dinosaur. He does not sound like that. <laughs> he does a bit. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in, Hori in Horizon, he doesn't sound <laughs> like that. What if he did? <laughs> if he did, that would have thrown me for a loop, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let, let's get back to half yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get Before this turns into an Amble Pod, let's get back on topic. Uh, we're here to talk about Half-Life 2. It's a first-person shooter developed by Valve. Uh, released in 2004, uh, it's also when the Source 2 engine came to light, and that's basically anytime Valve puts out a mainline game, it's kind of like, hey, look at this thing we made. The game just is tagged along for the ride. They said, hey, we made a physics engine. Here's a game as well, by the way. This game on the Metacritics has a 96 out of 100. 1up.com, it's got an A-plus rating, which, sure... Uh, Edge, from Edge, it's got a 10 out of 10. Eurogamer, 10 out of 10. Progamer, 5 stars. GameSpot, 9.2 out of 10. GameSpy, that made me feel old. Uh, 5 stars. GamesRadar, 4.5 stars. IGN is a 9.7 out of 10. God about GameSpy. I think that, I think one needs to play Halo on PC. The servers ran on it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Maximum PC gave it an 11 out of 10. Uh, your math is wrong there, guys. <laughs> PC Gamer gave it a 98%. Videogamer.com gave it a 10 out of 10. The Cincinnati Inquirer, four stars out of four. Why Again, is that? Doesn't make that? sense. <laughs> the New York Times, positive. Uh, that's good. <laughs> it's really hard when you get review time. systems, and so, some of them are like overwhelmingly positive, mainly positive, positive. positive. That's like three out of 10, isn't it? So, <laughs> maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, so Half-Life uh, 2, obviously everybody knows it's a big PC game. For me, this is, everybody has their comfort game to go play. Half-Life 2, I'm just going to install it and play. That is my comfort game. I don't have to focus on anything. I can just relax. Uh, Fair enough. It's also on 360, and it's backwards compatible from the orange box to the Xbox One. I'm not sure about is Series all S. All of it. I thought it was just uh, Episode 1 on there. No, so in the, in the orange box, and that's how it came to console in the first place. It was in the orange box. Yeah. It was uh, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2, Episode 1, and Episode 2. Ah, okay, fair enough. So it, it was the whole thing. A uh, couple things real quick. Just a little uh, background keeping. And just so we have a little lore established, because, Tim, you've not played the first one, right? No, I have. You have. Okay, Joey, and you have not. I have not. Okay, so basically this game takes place 20 years after the events of the first game. And to set up a couple things, after the events at Black Mesa, portal storms begin to rage across Earth, causing small interdimensional rifts to open across the planet, bringing in large numbers of life forms from a nearby planet system called Zen. Zen is where you're like Fortigaunts, the ant lions, all the enemies you've been fighting. That's where they come from. And while the government was trying to figure out how to handle these storms and the just random aliens that were coming in, the Combine invades. Combine's essentially the evil empire. They go around enslaving planets for their natural resources. The naughty boys. Yes. Uh, the United Nations declares war on the Combine, but it only lasts for seven hours. Yeah. Dr. Wallace Breen, who is in charge of Black Mesa, uh, negotiates for humanity's survival, and he is installed as a puppet ruler. But it's a lifetime of enslavement for all humans. Uh, and then... Bargain. Basically, basically, then Portal 2 happens, and then... Well, not Portal, I'm sorry. So after the seven-year war and everything, Half-Life Alex and Portal 1 take place there in that 20-year gap. And then we get to uh, Half-Life 2, where we start. 
Where does Portal 2 come into this? It is 5,000 years in the future or something like uh, that. It's okay. ridiculous. If somebody it's wants so the... is not particularly important. Yeah, if somebody wants okay. that full lecture, it's in our Portal episode. In okay, the same cool. way that Breath of the Wild is set 10,000 years in the future, so the yeah, timelines I... don't matter. Actually, I think it's like 500,000 years in the future. It's a ridiculous number. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. All right. There's lovely 13 chapters to this game. Uh, this was part back also in 2004 for you young kids who don't remember. Games were episodic back then, and this is where the infamous joke of uh, Valve can't count the three, being well, that all you have is all you have is Half Life Two, Half Life Two Episode One, and Half Life Two Episode Two. Uh, I'm not going to go further into a lot more details and lore until we play those later on. As long as these two had fun, I'm going to keep putting Half Life games in. Cool beans. Because I'm nice like that. Wow. So and next week that... we're going to play Resident Evils 1 through 6. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, now that all of that has been said, uh, Tim, is this your first time playing Half-Life 2? Oh god, no. No. Okay, Joey, we're going to start with you, because I'd like, I'd like to hear your experience about it. Yeah, so it was my first time. Um, I feel... So, I enjoyed Half-Life 2. I thought it was fun to play. I thought it was fun to play upon reflection. Uh, whilst I was playing it, I don't think I was having a very good time. But looking back, I thought, oh, that was quite good. So I remember getting to the bit like I really enjoyed the start where you had to go through the train station and obey or not obey. Um, I didn't obey. I thought it was funny to throw the can at the combine's head, of course. It's uh, awesome achievement. A, yeah, get a cheeky little shock for it. But So I thought all that was fun. Uh, and then I got to the rivers, and I thought that the hoverboat was disgustingly horrible to manage. Um, I should say, by the way, I know that there's a uh, game mode called Half-Life 2 Update. Yes. Uh, I only remembered this about four hours into my playthrough, so I played the original like as it, as it was. Um, um, to interrupt you, the update doesn't do too much. It was made by the community, not actually by Valve. Okay. I don't and all think they did to judge the game. On well, a so mod. right. So what they did in the update, they just upped the resolution, the textures, made things look prettier, cleaned up some audio tracks. Okay. But the game right. is still the game is essentially still itself. Okay, cool. So I hated the control of the the boat, and then when I ended the boat, I remember thinking mm, maybe I'd like a bit more of the boat because that was fun. And then we got to the next section, and I really enjoy. I I really hated driving the car. And then uh, after I lost the car, I thought, oh, the car was quite fun. Maybe I'd like to continue in the car. And that kind of trend continued. And I really enjoyed the first 10 chapters and the last chapter. What I didn't enjoy was, you know, the missions where uh, follow, follow Freeman is what it's called. Yes. And there's a group, loads of AI join you and you can control your squad or not control. Them. The squad's AI was potato it was awful i was forever getting blocked in doorways and killed because they were just stood in my way i tried telling them to go somewhere else uh, and then they just not do that and just follow me instead i found that really frustrating and that those were the only missions in the city when you're fighting the combine where i had to use a guide because i thought that the pathways that you had to follow were tucked away had no idea where to go, and I was just running in circles and wasting all of my ammos and life. All of my ammo and life, not all of my ammos. Um, we have your money. And then, <laughs> and then the very last mission, and sorry, this is spoiler territory, when you're going to find Breen, 
you have to get inside like a coffin thing on a rail that takes you through yep. the that <clears> went <throat> off for way too long. Yep. Way, 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 way too long. And they took all your weapons off you that you collected throughout the game and gave you a super strong gravity gun. I wish you'd just played the whole game with the gravity gun. Because that shit <laughs> was fun. I love pulling people towards me and dropping them off of the cliff. That was the best method of death. I wish they'd done that from the start. It made all the other guns feel completely inadequate. Um, but on the whole, it was good. I enjoyed it. I think, um, yeah, reflection, I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it so much in in the game, which is a funny way of putting it, I think. But I did enjoy it. So the other thing, the update fixes, is a lot of the AIs as well. Uh, so it's, it's a few quality of life improvements. There's like more save points. Um, the other thing, and this was like a big... It's kind of a staple for Half-Life, but there are no cutscenes in any of the Half-Life games. Well, you've pitched that to me as there are no loading screens. And no, I would I would no. no, that's what you said. No, I you said might have, no. might have might have been a slip of the tongue, but I went into it thinking, no loading <laughs> screens, that's fun. And uh, then I was met almost immediately with a loading screen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's no cutscenes. So it you know, your involvement in the plot, I mean, you could go in the beginning, let's say, like in Dr. Kleiner's, you know, lab. Yeah. You could stand there like Gordon would and listen to everybody talk, or you can just go play with the stuff in the laboratory. That's what I did. I tried my best to throw things at people while they were talking at you. Yeah. There's a speed run technique where people use like soda cans over the, uh, and they somehow clip it into the heads of the AIs talking and it makes them skip all their dialogue. Yeah, amazing. It also makes them move really fast. Nice. So it's one of the skip techniques. Tim, what do you think? Uh, I haven't played this game in a very, very, very long time. Like it's been years since I picked, since I touched anything to do with the Half Life series, and in a way, I think that was of benefit uh, because it just felt almost fresh to me because I played a lot of games that have been clearly inspired by Half Life since. Um, it was nice to go back to this um, almost roots of the. Um, you know, of, of, of modern shooters, like modern uh, adventure shooters, should we say. Um, I had fun. I had, I had a lot of fun. There were a few things that were very satisfying about it. Uh, for example, getting one-shot kills on Combine with the shotgun. Every, every time it was a one-shot, I was like, yes, that felt really good. Um, some of the sound design was very, very nice. Like the, uh, I don't know what it is. It's not a particularly standout sound effect, but it was nice to me. It's the basic 9mm pistol sound. Just something very nice and crisp about it. Um, I sent Slade, I think, a text. Was it, it was either Slade or Joey, one of the two, saying there is a lot more hoverboat in this than I remember. It, it was me. You sent me that. Yeah, and I I'm going to agree that th- there's two things. I don't think the hoverboat handles well. Yeah, I, but it is I'm, fun. I'm, I'm gonna, right, you're like, man, that was a lot of fun to do. <laughs> but like in the moment, you're like, this is awful. But I also would like to chalk that up to trying to operate any vehicle in first person in any game. Especially the Source engine. Um, yeah, it is. It is held way... Held together tape and dreams. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's much harder than it should be. Is But I, I remember thinking, oh yeah, the hoverboat, I remember this. And you do a bit with a helicopter, and like you fight the helicopter in like an arena thing before you like open a dam and drive away. That was like an hour later that I remember it being. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this is going on forever. And then like as soon as you're out of that, it's like, hey Freeman, get in this car. It's like a hoverboat, but it has wheels. Like, oh, there was cool. there was a bit with the hoverboat where you were stuck and you had to go and blow up a damn door. Mm-hmm. 
And I think I did something because I hit a wall really hard and jumped it and didn't blow up the damn door. <laughs> well, that's that's how broken the half, like the the source yeah, engine yeah. is. It's it's very much a um, how do I want to describe this? You can tell it's a physics engine with just assets kind of thrown at it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, but no, overall, uh, very very fun. Uh, it holds up a lot more than I thought it would. Which is nice, considering the game is what eighteen years old, nineteen years old this year, two thousand four to now, so nearly twenty year old game. Yeah, no, it it holds up. Um, it still looks pretty. It's still got some nice use. Don't get me wrong. There's some very clear, um, how do I put this? Of the time processing, <laughs> um, where for example, it's, it's a reference to the fight that Joey mentioned with Doctor Breen, who I continuously called Neil. Um, yes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> There is a point where you're ascending a tower in the cage that you spend far too long in, in the in the robot rib cage thing, um, and it's there's like a like a slit window that goes straight up, and you're meant to be like, oh wow, what have you? You can see it's a very low res two D texture. <laughs> it's yep. it's not not very. Uh, it's most, so pretty. Most people might have still been playing that on a CRT monitor that's, in two thousand and four. But that's the thing um, is when this game came out. If you consider this is around the time of like Counter Strike one point six, um, this is you know around around that time when they would be playing on lagless CRT monitors. So that probably would have looked just fine. Yes. But now we're playing. I, I was playing this in fourteen forty p. Or if somebody's <laughs> really lucky, they had like a thirteen inch monitor that was plasma. Yes. And even then, I don't. You wouldn't have the the scaling of it wouldn't have worked out. I don't think. Speaking, I'm going to go slightly off topic here. Did you guys ever see the Alienware curved monitor they came out with the curved CRT? Yes. Oh my god, Joey, it's a monster. Yeah. Um, he goes off topic. I'd like to get my thoughts in. Yes, by all means, I'll find a picture of this. I thing. I adore this game. I think it's great. It is my comfort game. Like. If, if this makes sense, it's like, man, I don't know what to play. Everybody does that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going straight to Half-Life 2. That's what happens every single time. And it's just that I can zone out and play it. There's, like, community-made levels. There's mods. I've played... I, PC alone, I think I've put around... I don't even know how many hours? I think around... Uh, fifth, uh, you put in, let me tell you. Because I looked this up. And 60, it's 60 hours of playtime in yeah. in an eight hour campaign. Oh, this was longer than eight hours, I reckon. Yeah, it was definitely. I played oh, I, nearly nearly twelve hours. I, I mean, I'm about twelve. I'm probably with as familiar with Half Life Two as I am my own house, if that makes sense. Hmm. On the topic of I mean, times, I took up because this game is so uh, old and revered. I looked up um, the speed run for this game. Yes, I have it here in front of me. Uh, well, you obviously know the time then. Joey, do you want to take a whack at how long this took? Uh, speed run. Um, I think it's something ridiculous, like six minutes. Not six minutes, no. <laughs> um, so if we're doing RTA, which is including loading times, it took 49 minutes, 46 seconds. Oh, okay. I thought there'd be something like something jumps backwards on a pixel and it ends up there, on top there of is... the brain. Tim, Tim and I talked about, like, you've heard the term backwards long jumps. Yeah. So when they do that in first person, especially in this game, it <laughs> Gordon looks like he's going a thousand miles an hour. Mm. <laughs> like, instead of using the car or the hoverboat, they backwards long jump <laughs> through the level. Mm. Yeah. It's just quicker. It's, it's very broken. I could probably, if I just sat down and, like, concentrated for once in my life, I could probably sit through this in four or five hours. I reckon you could learn the speed run of this. No, I'm not. I'm not that coordinated. 
Yeah. But in around, yeah, in around four to five hours, I could have this game beaten. It's once you know it. Um, do you two have a favorite level? Slade's not that co-coordinated. Hey, got him. <laughs> um, what was my favorite level? Um, what's the name of the little town that you go to with the headcrab zombies? Ravenholm. We don't go to Ravenholm. That was a good that chapter. That was a good chapter. That. That's a very good chapter. That is a satisfying chapter as well. So to set this up for everybody, Ravenholm's a town that's been infected by headcrabs, so the majority of the residents are zombies, except for one priest. Father mm. Maxi, is that right? I'm looking up his name just to make sure. No, Father Maxi. Father, Gr- from... Father Gregory. That's Father Maxi is from Outlast, isn't it? Yes. Yes, you're totally yes. right. So Father Gregory has set up all these traps and everything. That's another spot the physics engine shines. Like they're literally like a car motor, mm. just vertical, and there's a blade on it spinning. And if you yeah. crouch and hang out under it, then the. Uh, yeah, zombies will come towards you and they just get I, cut in half. You can pick up saw blades with the gravity the gun and shoot, shoot them. You can pick up exploding barrels with the gravity gun. <laughs> I mean, the highlight of the game is the gravity gun. Right, if, yes. we're, if we're being real, that's what it is. The, the gravity gun, so as I said earlier, is that the game is like, or Valve is essentially like, hey, we made a physics engine. Oh, by the way, here's Half-Life 2. And the gravity gun is so much in the vein of like play with the physics engine go play with you know how things interact with each other yeah the gravity gun was fun but like i said the game would be better if you got the amped up gravity gun from minute one i think you'd be too powerful i don't care (laughs) there's probably a mod joey that puts it in like you're asking for i will find that mod I, I'll be honest, this time around I didn't pay too much attention to the cutscenes. I spent most of the time picking up objects and trying to throw them at the people in the cutscenes. But there is no cutscenes. <laughs> Sorry, cutscenes. Um, the com- conversational pieces. Um, yeah, those air quotes work really well on a podcast. They do. Um, yep. I don't know who's editing this one, but if you could find like a, like a text-to-speech voice and just put bunny quotes throughout that whole I'm not, thing. I'm not going to do that. All right, so well, you're editing. Uh, well, I've been editing all the mainline episodes. I don't know why it's not now. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, well. my my favorite level. If it's not, we don't go to Ravenholm anymore. It would be the Nova Prospect chapter, mm. where I'm you go to, to the where you go one. to the prison. Right. Yep. Um, and the Vortigaunts have given you the um, the antlion heart, so you can start controlling them. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, was cool. A... I like I like how they switched like a deadly enemy. To be your biggest asset, that was that was really clever. Yes, it's a shame they only used it for one level. No, you can continue to use it through the. Uh, well, oh, never mind. I, well, it's going to come up later. Um, there is one thing I did continuously have the thought of when I when I was playing this, which was exploration in this game feels very, very, very organic for the most part. Like nine times out of ten, it's like pretty clear where you need to go, but then mm-hmm. there are just some things which are just like. Well, how was anyone supposed to figure this out? Like, there's a there's a part where you're in the sewers, I think, and like you're like meant to navigate around these pipes to find one valve on the other side of a pipe that you had to like kind of climb around to like raise yes. a water level. Mm, I think that's, I did that by accident, though. And I that's think early that's, on that's... in uh, Root Canal. And here's the thing: I'm argue about it against that. Then is that the man hacks start coming in, and there's a open spot. If you like, try to run away through, like to go down and hide. Yeah, I, I didn't I get, run away. I get that, but it's, yeah, the, it's the finding of the valve is my concern. 
No, I get that. Well, if you if you go in that little route they show you when the manhags come through, then you'll you can see the vowel. All right. Another example is there is. I'm not. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. No, no, no. I'm. I'm just going to put examples in the back of my mind. Um, <laughs> so there's a point. I don't remember what level it's in, but you're like in a factory of some sort, and there's like a lift that kind of goes diagonally like this. It's like an open top lift, um, and. In order to progress, you have to climb on the like you have to climb up like a, essentially what looks like a big oil drum on like a stand, mm-hmm. and then walk across like this this lifts horizontal rails. I could not remember working that out when I was younger playing this. Oh, I do know what you mean. I had to look up this one. I I was like, oh okay, I guess I'm just supposed to walk up that thing and then navigate my way around the rails and then find the ladder that was tucked away in the corner in darkness. See, that was the problem I said in in my little spiel around the last few levels of the game. I didn't find that at all until the last sort of two or three chapters. Mm. Um, and I thought, like, the biggest, the one that annoyed me the most is, you know, in Follow the Free, Follow Freeman, where you go through the alleys and there's all these explosive barrels at the end of the alley. And then the way you go through, you have to go all the way to the end and you can only see the door that you're meant to go to when you turn back on yourself. That took me about 45 minutes to find. Oh, man. Yeah. I will say the the layout of the like the world does get very confusing by I, I suppose follow the freemen and our benefactors. But yeah, for the first for the first ten, ten chapters, chapters, I had no no problem navigating where I needed to. It, even though this game like it allows you to just travel wherever you want. Really, there's very few borders that are you know completely obvious that cut you off. To this game's credit, I I was I remember watching I don't remember who gave this talk, but it was at a game developer conference and it was talking about puzzle design, and um, they were saying that the key to a good puzzle is to present the the player with all of the pieces of the puzzle and then let them have that aha moment when they when they work it out, and not to hide an element of a puzzle or to obscure an an an, 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 an artifact or an asset in that puzzle that mm. is involved in the solution. Half-Life is really, really good at presenting you with everything that you need for the puzzle, and you just have to work it out. It'll even lock off the area that you're not supposed to, you know, a previous area or a forward area, until you've worked out the puzzle to prevent you from getting lost or sidetracked. And that's really, really, really good design. Yes. Yeah. Can I tell you what other design thing I really liked? Sure. The second I got to the factory level <laughs> that Tim was talking about and the turrets were there... I was like, oh, these are the portal turrets. And then when Slade said, this is in the port of the same universe as Portal, I was like, oh, that all makes sense. And I know that it's basically because the developer is the same and they want to reuse as much as they can. But it made everything feel like very, very familiar. I knew that I could get around these by going to the side of them and they wouldn't turn 360. And I just, I, I enjoyed that familiarity across two games, which... Like, unless you explained it, I don't think are that linked, really. Well, it's like if you get the energy cores um, from, like, the different machinery in Half-Life, it's the same energy cores that are in Portal. And they do the same thing. They disintegrate the enemies. Mm -hmm. Or you, if you get hit by it. Yeah. I just like that in uh, Half-Life 2, you get an assault rifle that can shoot those. Mm. There is a point in uh, Anti-Citizen 1, I think it's the chapter. So, chapter 10? Yes. Where Alex, who is one of the um, one, one of Gordon's best chums, um, <laughs> is typing away at a computer, and 
I, I will hold my hands up and say this is probably on me not paying too much attention. But, you know, there's a there's a section where you're, like, in a plaza, and she's typing away on a computer, and you've got enemies coming in from the left, and you've got em enemies coming yes. in from the right of you. Yes. I did not realise that you just had to remove the core of the machine behind her. <laughs> <laughs> For maybe 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure she yells it a couple of times. She, she does. does. That's but, how I know. Uh, but I had Bob's Burgers on the other monitor. <laughs> 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 so... Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm it, would sure have, it would have been nice to have more of a visual cue. Do you like not have subtitles. subtitles? No. Do you not have? Oh, Tim. What is, what is wrong? Wait, with you're you? playing a game with no sound and not having subtitles. I mean, I had some sound. You are a renegade. Well, I'm anti-citizen one. <laughs> ah. and, a, and a fool is what I'll say. <laughs> Gordon Foolman. Mm. Oh, shut up. He trips over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Porsche, uh, like physics I, I yeah, would yeah, like yeah. to say that in the last chapter, chapter 13, the platforming is a bit complicated at times. There was a point where I was like, well, where do I go? And then, like, it's very obvious when to look at the machinery, because to set the scene, uh, Dr. Neil Breen is traveling up a tube, <laughs> um, which sounds very stupid in out of context. But um, the whole idea is that you're meant to climb up this machinery. It's like, all right, where's the next bit? And I look, it, it got to the final one before you meant to fire all these energy cores at, at Dr. Breen's wonderful machine. Um, and it, like, I looked at this bit of machine and I was like, right, well, that goes up to where I'm supposed to go. But it's way too tall for me to climb on. And it's because the bit of machinery took forever to come down to my level. Yeah. First time I ran out of time on that mission. And the second time I did it, I was like, I know exactly where to go. And I finished it before he'd even like reached three quarters of the way up. Yeah. Which I, I like to think that machine was like just going to launch him straight upwards. Mm. Like I think it bearing. should have been, yeah, like a boom, like out of the thimble machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in the sky, they've got bumpers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, Slade, do you want to talk more about lore or story of this particular game? Because we've waffled uh, a lot for 40 minutes. Well, it's, <laughs> it's going to depend if we play more Half Life or not. Would you two be interested in playing more Half Life? Yeah, I would. I would. All right, so if y'all are, then I'm I'm not going to go into any more lore until we play the other games. None at all. You're not going to even tell the story of this game. I mean, I could. I would. <laughs> Do I have to? Okay, so anyways. Gordon, Do I have uh, to? Do I have to? Host, host of the year, Slade Island. <laughs> Sorry, we'll go chapter by chapter. Thank God I got notes up. <laughs> chapter by chapter, we're going to start nearly 20 years after the Black Mesa incident. Gordon Freeman essentially comes up from a drunken coma in a train car. With and at, arriving at arriving at City 17. After leaving the train car, he sees a thing from Dr. Wallace Breen, his old boss, who I guess didn't sign his last paycheck, and he's still angry about it, <laughs> saying, welcome to City 17. He almost gets sent to Nova Prospect, which is somewhere you see later. Uh, thankfully, he gets diverted by his best friend, Barney Calhoun, if you played uh, Half-Life Source. Uh, oh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, I have, thank God I got all the names. Blue Come Shift. On, if you play Half-Life Half -Life Blue Shift, then you can play Barney's story and know why that's Gordon's best friend. And Gordon still owes Barney like $100. <laughs> That's true, by the way. <laughs> nice. So Barney saves you. You get re uh, Barney saves you. You get reacquainted with uh, basically everybody from Dr. Kleiner. 
who was like one of your superiors back at Black Mesa. Uh, you meet Alex Vance, the daughter of Eli Vance. Mm-hmm. And they try to teleport you off to their uh, new facility that's kind of like out of the way and hidden. Uh, but shenanigans with the head crab happens that you get teleported 20 foot outside and you have to escape the city. It's known as a red letter day, chapter two. Uh, basically, from there, Gordon has to go through a bunch of canals to try to escape the city and get away from the Combine to the best of his abilities. This is also where the infamous level of... Uh, where You've talk, heard us talk about the uh, airboat. Yeah, hovercraft bad boy. Yes, where you have to fight the helicopter. Or jump over the dam. Or jump over the dam. Eventually, you make your way to Black Mesa East. When you get there, you meet Dr. Judith Mossman, who... She's upset with Gordon because you got Gordon had her the job that she wanted at Black Mesa, and she got a different job that she didn't want. She's a stone cold. So, so you play as Judith Mossman in fuck which half? I think it's actually Blue Shift, if I'm not mistaken. Stone cold bitch. No, I'm sorry. It's Half Life Decay. My apologies. Also known as George. Anyways, anyways, the Combine <laughs> finds the Black Mesa East facility after they go to try to show, they go to murder everybody in it. You get sent off to Ravenholm, which we don't go to Ravenholm anymore because it's full of headcrabs. Mm. I don't think we've talked too much about the enemies, but the worst enemy in this entire game, and I, I will not hear any arguments about it, is the zombie that throws poison headcrabs. That is the worst enemy in the whole game. I thought it was quite fun. You also meet Father Grigori, who gives you a shotgun, and he tries to, as he's trying to, what do you say, his flock? He's trying to think of the proper term. Yeah, because he referred to them as like a shepherd's flock. Well, he's a shepherd, and he's trying to call the flock, I guess. He continuously said, what the flock? <laughs> For flock's after, sake. After you get through that, <laughs> uh, we have, we go through Highway 17, we take the coast road, and uh, you also get your... Part. Yeah, you also get your RPG, which is pretty cool that you use to take down some aircraft. Uh, can, can I ask a question about the RPG? Yes. To aim it, did you have to keep the laser on the helicopter? Yeah. Because I didn't work that out until the very last few missions, and the, when I had to blow up the helicopter for the first time, I was just like, hit and hope, baby. <laughs> yeah, so you can guide it with the laser, and what you want to do is, and they make it rather pronounced, the traces from the bullets from the helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. Guide your missile around to the backside of it. Well, what I found was, you know, the War of the Worlds looking terror, like uh, kind of horrific, like long legged things. Yes. If you miss the rocket, but then re- like redirect the laser, it would just do loops around <laughs> it. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. But um, no, like uh, it would sometimes just explode in the air, and then sometimes just like launch the thing. So it explodes in the air because they shot it. So if you don't shoot at what. Don't shoot the rocket at the thing you want to kill. Shoot it away from it and then guide it back to it. Yes. That's the best way to use it. I did not get that. <laughs> I think it's very clear because you can see the bullets it is, shoot the rocket. It is clear, but also yeah. the man who gives you the gun in the basement tells you. But I didn't listen to him. Maybe you should play with subtitles on. I did, and I just still didn't listen. <laughs> Channeling so, my uh, Last Chance Awards vibe there. From there, uh, Gordon finally makes his way to Nova Prospect, which is where he was supposed to go in the first place. But, you know, he didn't listen to Dr. Neil Breen, as he should have. Mm -hmm. 
uh, from Neil Breen. You head over to, well, what's the best way to describe what you do at uh, Nova Prospect? Because you don't really save anyone. You just fight your way through and you get, uh, you rescue Eli. That's the whole reason you go. Yeah, well, you're there to rescue your boy Eli Vance. You kind of you basically shoot like your way through it, right? That's... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the big dystopian capital building. Yeah, um, the kind of shit you'd you'd maybe see in like Blade Runner. Um, but then you're then you're put in the funny robot rib rib cage and taken on a roller coaster ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny robot rib cage. The funny robot. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the problem is, though, Dr. Mossman's there. She takes Eli hostage once again and uses the teleporter to leave. You and Alex use the same teleporter to leave, but it's not good. The teleporter's not as good as Dr. Kleiner, so it takes y'all, I think it's a week or two weeks. Two weeks. Before, he says yeah, you've been gone two weeks. Yeah, before you appear again. And that's where the whole anti-citizen one starts. Dr. Kleiner's like, what the hell? I thought y'all were dead. And the resistance has decided to... Well, resist and uprise, and that's where chapter Follow Freeman comes from. And you invade the Capitol building. Uh, it ends cool. basically with a nice fight on top of the roof with you and Doctor Brenius, and uh, the Vortigaunts come and stop the G-Man before he can take you away. Cool. Good. I, I feel like I've learned something. Yeah. There's, I'm trying to be not too specific, just because I'm thinking about other games we'll have to talk about at some point. Oh, you're so forward-facing, Slade. Uh, well, I'm not facing forward, I'm facing to the right. Live in the moment, my friend. Live in the moment. Spoil <laughs> everything. I don't want to spoil everything, because eventually we're going to talk about why Half-Life Alex ruins the ending of Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Hmm. Well, we aren't playing that, <clears throat> so... Yes. 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 Is there any other questions or things y'all would like to talk about with Half-Life? Um, can I talk about Gordon Freeman? Sure. I hate Gordon Freeman. I think Why it's an awful idea him? for a character. Why? He didn't say anything. He doesn't have any arms or legs or anything. <laughs> just He's just nothing. And I'm pretty sure he's got arms. You see the arms holding the gun. You see him go like... Ooh, and then you never see him again. <laughs> yeah, so he has arms very briefly. He's nothing. The, the Neil Breen is what I was going to say. Gordon Freeman is a floating camera. You know the shy guy in Mario 64? Yeah. yeah. That's Gordon Freeman. I think it's a stupid idea. And they all talk to you like, remember that time that we had a really long conversation? And then you just stare blankly at them and they're like, ooh, it was magical, wasn't it? I think it's really <laughs> stupid um, that they didn't give him any kind of voice. Or anything. Well, I, I'm not mad on a invisible, <laughs> silent protagonist. Well, it's supposed to be you, isn't it? But okay. it's not me. Hold on. Joey and I had this conversation and I said that Slade would say that exact thing. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> really? Slade, between yeah. this and the Persona episode, I got you read like a book, dude. <laughs> <laughs> then, then pick games I like, you asshole. <laughs> no, but that's, no one wants to listen to that, Slade. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do an episode on Faraway Horse? <laughs> no, we can't. I'm not doing it again. Um, but yeah, I think, like, I just don't. I think the game is good. I think a lot of the characters are good. Barney's useless. But Gordon Freeman is a terrible idea for a main character. You can talk about 
all you want about how much you hate Leon Kennedy. At least Leon <laughs> has a personality. Yeah, his personality is that it's the first day on the job. <laughs> yeah, and Gordon Freeman's personality is that he's not there. No, he is there, though. No, he's, he's an MIT not. graduate. But how? he's not. He's just a floating camera. It's, it, he's still more likable than Leon. There's nothing there to make, like. Make that, make that the Spotify question. Uh, Gordon Freeman or Leon Kennedy? Yeah, who's the better character? Kiss. I will, I will <laughs> do that. Make Who it, would you rather better... kiss, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you listening now, the, stop, hit pause, think about this for a minute, choose Gordon. And then there, change your the mind pool. immediately. Yeah. I'm impartial. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think he's a, a stupid. I don't like an invisible silent protagonist. Tim, do you have any other thoughts on the game? No. <laughs> no. I mean, it, it's it's fun. Uh, that's that's my thoughts. It's fun. It's it's a it's a good twelve hour adventure uh, with probably a bit too much hoverboat. I I'm, I'm gonna say this again. I'm sorry. I keep picking bangers, but shall we move into uh, scores? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, Joey, since it's your first time. Uh, I enjoyed this game. Obviously, I think you should play it. I looked up how much it is on Steam at the moment, and it's 85 pence or one dollar. So yeah. you should you should play it. No excuse, um, really. You should, really. It's, there's, uh, there's also times Valve will do what they call the Valve Bundle, and it's every single game that they've ever made for like 20 bucks. Yeah, like you, you just Just, it's worth it. It's good, um, but I think that um, it's it's dated. The game is dated, but purely because of how much everything has been influenced by Half-Life. And I don't think that should be against it. I think that's a positive for it. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10, because there are quality of life that I'm sure the upgrade version can, like fixes, but I didn't play that. So 8 out of 10 for me. Right. Tim, what we got? Uh, I'm also going to go with an 8. I think it's uh, very fun. Uh, it's aged pretty well. There's a few things that I would really like to see changed. Um, there was a couple of things I had to look up because it's been a very long time since I played it and the oh, and the answer isn't always the most obvious, but I would say 9 times out of 10, they, they hit their nail on the head with the puzzle design level design. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, go play it. It's it's It runs amazingly. Like, obviously, no it's an 18 year old game but like it's it's one of the games where it's, I was sat there thinking like playing this thinking I'm really glad that I'm playing this on a PC mm. like it, I don't think it could compare on console well, we, we had the orange box we did. and I, I did not I think I played the first five minutes and just did not feel the the charm of it and there is a lot of charm to it there is on PC yeah this game has no like console presence no. if that makes it because there's no way you could have played the first one no. Yeah. Actually, could you? Because hang on, I, might I don't be think they released it for Xbox. Oh. Straight. I think Half-Life the only Half Life is Half Life Two and Episode One and Two. Was it? Hang on. Nope. No. Half Life. Half Life. The first one was on the PS2. Apparently. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Which I couldn't picture. I couldn't picture that working. I couldn't picture a lot of the platforming and how accurate you have to be with some of that stuff on controller. Jesus Christ. Anybody want to guess how much this is uh, worth? Uh, I'm guessing it's very rare, so maybe like $150? $4. Uh, 
$104.99. Tim, we were so close together. No, look at that. Look at you guys. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. Again, it's a comfort game for me. I love this. It's always installed on my computer. It's never uninstalled. Cool. I'm honest, most of, reason, not, most of the time I have it installed is so I can play Gmod. Yeah. You don't have to have this installed to play Gmod, do you? Yes, because you need the assets from it. Oh, Gmod sure. is so you, access well, to the physics engine. Well, you I can had still Gmod play... before I had Half-Life. Yeah, but you had so a lot of still... error messages, though, right? Oh, I did have a lot of error messages. Yeah, so to play Gmod effectively, you need to have Day of Defeat, Counter-Strike Source, Half-Life Source, Half-Life 2 Source, and... Left for Dead? Yes. And then also whatever workshop mods your friends are using for their character models. Right. But in total, that gives us a 8.3 out of 10. Wow. So far, that's our highest rated game of the year. <laughs> nice. What did Valorant get? Uh, six and a half. What did I give it? An eight. Ten? Ten. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not changing it. It's too late now. Um, and I no, don't I'm, think, I don't well, think you're I, ten... I don't think your 10 would help with my 5 and Joey's 6.5. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can try. <laughs> I love I can try. 93 out of 10. <laughs> um, All right, no. Well, like, uh, I, I, I would rather... I think this game has a lot more gravitas than, than Valorant. I, yes. I think I think it's deserved. I, I'm glad... Here's the, the, the real reason I picked this. is A, Joey has a PC now, so we can we can play it. But the other reason, Tim, you know I do this from time to time. I play old games. I'm like, did it hold up? This held up. And the answer is yes. Half-Life 2 holds up. Holds up holds up very well. Play it. It's fun. Yeah. In, in, sorry, it's fun in reflection, but not if at the time. The world record speedrun, Slade will send you a kiss. I will. Via Gmail. Yep. Yeah. And that's Gordon Mail. <laughs> Free mail. Some guy, some guy who can't speak will show up to your house and give you a kiss. Also known as Slate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The only oh, the only other thing we didn't say for this whole game because we talked about the physics engine, and mm. I know we're now out of it. But the uh, when in doubt, stack a crate. Oh yeah, all the time. I think I told both of you that at the start yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Was not me. no? Did it not? But no, I've, I okay. played this game a long time ago. Anyway, okay. I'm pretty More sure I told Jimmy that. You did tell when me. In, Yeah, when in doubt, stack a crate, mm. and that hold up pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just, just, just remember that when you stuck on a puzzle, just be like, "I'm smarter than Tim and Joey. I can figure this out. I don't need to look at a guide." Well, I mean, to be fair, you can outsmart me by turning on the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey, do you want to get into what we're playing next, or do you want to go to your quiz? Uh, I think let's do. Hey, heads up! Can, hang on! No! 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 No, no, no. As the person, as the person editing, no. We'll do the quiz in the post amble so the edit flows together better. <laughs> hey, heads up! I'm about to unleash my rage. You I guess we're doing the quiz right now. <laughs> I hate that. We're t- can we please do it in the post amble? Slade, do I have to press it again? Can we do it in the post table, please? I've got my finger on the button. Do I have to press it again? Tell him, uh, Joey's picking <laughs> Dead Space. We're playing Dead Space next. Thank you all for listening. Mom, Dad, thank, I made thank, you. 
Thank you for listening. You can find us at Game Club Pod on Twitter. All right? We stream on Twitch occasionally. I don't know what the Twitch is. Hey, heads up. I'm about to unleash my rage. You did this to yourself. <laughs> Do you know the worst thing is if you just shut up, it'll be easy to edit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, heads up. Oh, he's going again. I'm about to unleash my rage. Boy, I love the show. I'm doing it. Love this song. It's Category Game Club. So it's Category Game Club, Slade. Not in the post amble, in the, in the main. It's going to be in the post amble. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be in the post amble. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the post table, everybody. Joey's a cunt. <laughs> we're playing Dead Space next time, everyone. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Dead Space next time. I'll introduce that at the end and everyone can act surprised. Um, so, welcome to Category Game Club. Yeah. Uh, a game where Tim and Slave will take it in terms to whiz through categories. Uh, if they take too long to uh, answer, they will hear this sound. That was too close. You were almost in a sandwich. sandwich. You're right. And if they don't give me an answer by the you're right, they will be out. Uh, if they give me a correct answer, you will hear this sound. And if they give me an incorrect answer, they will hear this sound. Nope. As an example, categories could be video game consoles. Tim could say the Wii. Slade could draw a blank at that point he would be out if tim said the wii slade said the playstation and tim drew a blank slade would still need to answer because tim started the round are we clear on the rules yes sir slade are you clear just, on the rules just move on <laughs> you keep editing the main show slade you're gonna have to learn to enjoy it <laughs> okay so the first category i have um, Slade has won both of these, so I don't know why he's being a salty little bitch. Um, Tim, you will go first. There are ten possible answers. You will go on my first whistle. <laughs> Tim, you will go on my first whistle. That is a reference Slade will not understand. Um, Tim, the top ten games played in December on Steam by average concurrent players. Woo! Slade, Wait, Tim, time. go. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Slade. Uh, Counter-Strike uh, Counter Go. Was the most played. Um... Uh... Oh, Barry! That was too close. Minecraft 2. Almost a sandwich. Nope. Minecraft 2 is an incorrect answer. I could not think of what else is on Steam. I could not think of a game. Uh, the Witcher. I guarantee you The Witcher isn't there. Well, you shouldn't have said anything because Slade still has to answer. Um, Slade. GTA 5? Oh! Is in there. So, Slade is one up, Tim. Don't worry, there's still time was, to pull this back. Was The Witcher in there? No. Yeah. The games were in order CSGO. Dota 2, Lost Ark, Cod, Cod oh. Modern Warfare 2, PUBG, Apex, GTA 5. Oh, yeah. 
Team Fortress 2, Rust, and something called Nakara Blade Point, which I've never heard of. I'm really glad to hear that Team Fortress is still in the top 10. Yeah, my uh, my other answer was going to be Dota 2. <laughs> well, you would have you won, and you would have won anyway. So, Slade, uh, you will go first this time. Actually, as, as the leader, do you want to go first, or do you want Tim to go first? Tim's got to win something. Tim, go ahead. All right. Uh, okay. See you on the loser's side. <laughs> Tim, to, to avoid losing in the second round, uh, there are 12 answers to this category. Mm-hmm. I want name voice actors listed on IMDb for the upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Charlie Day. Fascinating. Chris Pratt. That's Seth not the voice, Rogan. that is the voice. Seth Rogen is correct. Uh, Jack Black. Those are the big four. Anya Taylor Joy. Correct. Slade. Keegan Michael Key. Ooh. Charles Martinet is in it, I think. I think he's credited. Well done. Slade. You know what you're going to hear. Danny DeVito? No, he's not in it. Where is it? Okay, okay. There are five others that I've not heard of any of them, so I'm not going to grace them with names on this podcast. Well done, Tim. You have a point. Wow. Um, now, we are at a tie. Slade graciously let Tim go first. Slade, I'm going to give you the choice now. Do you want to go first or second on this one? Tim can go first. Wow. Okay. Uh, there are 14 answers in this. And I want you to give me all of the major Metal Gear Solid games. Okay. Go, Tim. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty. Oh, sorry, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Correct. Uh, Metal Gear Solid? (laughs) Correct. Metal Gear Solid 3 Guns of the Patriots? Nope. Slade, you have a chance to save it. Metal Gear 5? Metal Gear Solid 5? I want the full name, I'm afraid. I, is that not it? Nope. I've never played a Metal Gear game. I don't know. Rising, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Too close. It counts. Wait, that's the point. It's Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots, isn't it? It is. Uh, so you could have had Metal Gear... This is where this is really stupid. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2, Solid Snake. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2 again, Sons of Liberty. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Metal Gear Solid, Portable Ops. Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker. Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance. Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Zero. Metal Gear Solid 5 again, The Phantom Pain. And also listed on Kojima's website as a major game is Metal Gear Solid Survive. Have you ever seen Metal Gear? I think it's Metal Gear Acid. No, I haven't. But before, before, before <coughs> excuse me, before we get there. Slade Yeah, that is important enough, Steve. I hope you were talking. For the listeners, Slade is laid back in his chair so far. If he spoke, I don't think you could hear him. It's looking comatose and pissed off. So to end the main part of the show, uh, next time we will be playing 
Dead Space, which will be very fun. So yeah. thank you very much. Uh, find us at Twitter. Uh, we are Game Club Pod. On Twitch, we are also Game Club Pod. Uh, Tim, where else can they find you? You can find me uh, on everything at Wembembo. Um, Anywhere else I can hear your buttery smooth voice. You can uh, hear me on my other podcast. Yep, this is Fanatics. We, my friend Aya and I, we watch the same piece of shit every week. Um, we are watching Catwoman. Uh, we're watching it for a year. Nice. Honestly, Slade. it's a bit like a prison sentence. Well, you know, it's deserved. Slade? find me at Slade Plays Games Twitter and Twitch. You can find me in Slade's Life on Instagram. Slade, you look really sad and disparaged I'm... now. <laughs> yeah. Why? M- Metal Gear will do that to me. Yeah, you won. You won the round. I, I hate that I did. Slade, you've won, like you've won a Resident <laughs> Evil 4 round and a Metal Gear Solid round. I think he's a big fan of both. I think so too. Never played a Metal Gear game except for Rising Revengeance. Man, that was a turn of a thing. I had fun with it. I did too. Glad y'all did. I did. Majority rules, I'm afraid. So unpacking sucks. Metal Gear Rising. Well done. Cool. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.